0: we Six Eight or Ten podcast. I hold this next person, footballer, in very high regard. She's one of my favourites. I loved watching her play when she was at Glasgow City. Ah, oh, what a fantastic football player! Sue Lapin is great mayor. Even though she admits that she she doesn't know why, but thinks it might have something to do with timing. Um, I was never great mayor, so I couldn't relate. But. Two has a fantastic goal scoring record. Glasgow City's all-time top goal scorer. She played for Liverpool, she played with Chelsea, she played with Scotland, and she's played in the Champions League. Beat that if you can. In this podcast we're going to talk about how she started off in football. Some very interesting stories in that. Who she supports, which might not come as a surprise to some ease, and her time at City, which was very prominent. She's prolific for a midfielder, fantastic goal scoring, um, great at that that late run into the box to finish off, I really don't think there's many better um, and it was an absolute pleasure and joy to speak to Sue, she's so elegant, fantastic in the ball, great movement off it, a great footballing brain, so creative, a visionary, um, you know we like them visionaries, so sit back, get yourself a nice cold one very sunny outside enjoy the weather get shades on if you need to enjoy this episode bye now Welcome to the 6, 8 10 podcast, how are you?
1: Not
0: bad, how are you? I'm alright, I'm alright. If you think I'm winking at you at any point, <laughs> it's because it's got me eye, right? It's just <laughs> dead My nothing. It's dead My nothing. <laughs> so, you've just recently retired last year. Yeah. How has it been, um, retiring from football? It's actually just been a year, um, Aye. a couple of weeks ago. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I don't really know how to explain it. It's, um, you
1: just... Become used to your life not having football in it. Um, obviously, at first it was really difficult. I'm used to, as I think I said in many interviews, when the time came for me to uh, retire, that I haven't ever really lived in Glasgow, not played for Glasgow City yeah. since so I was 16 because the only time I was away from the club was when I was working in London and obviously uh, I couldn't play because yeah. I was based in London. Um, but I mean, the time was right in terms of how my work was going and things yeah. like that, so I, I made the right decision from a, from a stress point of view. Um, but obviously, it goes without saying I miss it. miss playing football because I love it. Yeah. Um, so I try, try and do as much as I can in terms of playing fives and things still, but it's, it's not the same, and I do miss all my teammates as well. Yeah.
0: So you're still playing fives then? You're still involved in the game? Yeah, no, it.
1: as I say, I never, I never stopped football yeah. because it was football that I mm. didn't enjoy. Um, it was more just because of where my work was going and the commitments there that made it a bit difficult in terms of getting to training every single mm. night. And obviously as a Glasgow City player, that's, it's key that you're at training every night because if you're not, then you know that somebody else is going to take your place. And, oh. um the, the club deserves the sort of commitment that everybody's there every night and I was getting to the mm-hmm. stage where they was finding that difficult and yeah. um, so I made the decision that I made but um, it's hard, it's hard because I always look out for the results and obviously I always want to see them do well
0: yeah.
1: as I said before they're not just my teammates, a lot of them are my friends yeah. and, and obviously I miss that side of it as well.
0: Definitely, I know that feeling too well but yep. you're recently retired, I retired about 10 years ago so <laughs> we're alright. Um, <laughs> When you you made the decision to retire, you spoke about your job there, you're you're an accountant
1: yep. and
0: a very busy and successful one. How how did you balance that before? How did that work out for you?
1: It was to be fair, like my work have always been really, really supportive, yeah. like as I've said many times, even even when I first joined and Glasgow City were in the Champions League and that was that was kinda of new territory for mm-hmm. eh, Glasgow City when I first joined and we obviously didn't have the funding that the the girls probably get now, so um, my club, uh, my work, sorry, were really good in terms of helping with funding and stuff like that as well. So they've always been really supportive and always gave me the time off that I needed. But it just, it just became. Became a challenge, especially when, when Scotland was in the mix as yeah, well. Because yeah. every single annual league day that you had was getting used in some form of yeah. football, mm-hmm. um, which is fine because I loved it. But then the more years that you do that, you, you find yourself it is tiring and it's, yeah. you're never really getting a break. Um, but I managed it, and then. To be fair, like I, I wouldn't say that it affected either my work or my football, and I probably could have still pushed mm-hmm. on and managed it. Yeah. Um, but I kind of felt with Glasgow City as well that there wasn't really much more that I hadn't achieved, especially mm-hmm. when, we, when yeah. we obviously got to the, the quarterfinals and yeah. stuff. That was that was really the point where I thought, right, is there anything else that that
0: I need to achieve with this team, yeah. um, and it just felt like the time was right. Perfect timing. You, you retired. We'll just. I know. I keep saying retired. I hate using that word. <laughs> I right? Know, I'm not, don't I not I hate. I hate. I know you <laughs> know. You. You're honestly no. Um, when you stopped playing, right? We'll use that same. Yeah. When you stopped playing, you scored another trademark header yours. Yeah. Um, there's a crowd, big crowd there, as there usually is it Glasgow City Games but it was a special occasion for them. Yeah. The crowd had masks for yourself, <laughs> which was great. Not to start that was fantastic, but was awful. um that was <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to when you were talking about Paris Saint Germain there, um the last sixth team. Yeah. What was it like playing against them and um, they're a top team there?
1: Yeah. Um As I've I've said before in in interviews with Glasgow City, um, we can only we can only be the best that we can be, and we we used to always find that in in training. We would really, really push ourselves. Like I think if you go with other people, when you go to other clubs, it's. I mean, we used to come back training raging if you mm-hmm. think you beat be at training. So yeah. it's that kind of standard that we set throughout. And um, obviously it's that of standard that made us so successful in Scotland. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we also had jobs that, that made it hard for us to, to continue that professional attitude right throughout mm-hmm. our daily lives, every single day. Yeah. Um, so obviously coming up again Paris Saint-Germain. Um, it was amazing, amazing draw. Mm-hmm. Like when we got the draw, it was amazing. Everybody was obviously buzzing in that, um, and an amazing experience that probably none of us will ever forget. Yeah. But the difference in quality you could obviously see, and it, and it, I use the word quality, but it probably isn't so much quality. Yeah. It's more fitness and more their, their ability to dedicate more of their time on a daily basis mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. Versus us, whereas we were the benchmark in Scotland mm-hmm. but when you take it to the, the Champions League then the gaps start to yeah. appear again. Um, but amazing experience, um, never forget it and uh, yeah it's something really to always look back yeah. on and think yeah wow. Well, you, you touched that opportunity.
0: Well you touched on that there that they don't is, is more so the time as well. No, not so much the quality, because I've seen a lot of city training when I was there as well, coaching and stuff, and it was quality, it was top-notch, but when you say about their, their time, they don't have to do as, just as we spoke about before we turned the mic on, that they don't need to do the 2 journeys to and back yeah. every day and then go to training and then come back and they're not yeah. getting into all sorts of hours and stuff. They don't need to do that. So Yeah, it's all, it's all that
1: sort of stuff that it's about preparing your body and, and being able to, yeah. like recover after games and all that stuff and not that the, the girls at Glasgow City still do and we mm-hmm. did do then but you're limited to what you can do when, yeah. when you, you need to go to your work and you need to sit and travel in a car each day to mm-hmm. your work, I got on trains etc. It's not it's not that we don't want to do it and we're not trying to do it but it's, no. you're restricted and um, it's that that I think is probably the difference when it comes to Champions mm-hmm.
0: League. Oh, definitely. Let's jump back for Champions League to... When you were a wee girl.
1: Yep.
0: When you were a wee girl and you grew up in yep. um, Royston. Yep. Started off with your, your local boys club in your school, what was that like? And yep. what was your local boys club? Who was the boys team you played um, with? So I played with, so actually
1: when I was at school, um, obviously every day at playtime, played football. used to come home and get shouted at for the new shoes, you know, <laughs> off the red pitches. Yep. Um, um, but, I actually wasn't allowed to play for my school team, so really? the school didn't yeah. let like girls play. And ah, okay. So, there was a team that started, the school I went to um, was in Sight Hill, yeah. which is not far from Royston, mm-hmm. um, and they started their own uh, club site, Sight Hill, right sort of with the school, yeah. um, and there was me and there was actually another girl, so I wasn't the only girl, mm-hmm. um, who went along to their trials yeah. and obviously got picked and stuff, so they allowed us to play. Um, That's brilliant. Which, it, it was obviously upsetting as a mm-hmm. little bit, we told you can't play for your school team and a lot of no girls eh? team, yeah. um, but we got to play with them um, and it was really good fun. we um, obviously being girls and, and playing in the same team as boys, you always mm-hmm. get that stereotype of what's this girl playing for and all that sort of stuff back yeah. then. But um, Obviously, gave me the opportunity to play football. Which mm-hmm. without that, I would have uh, continued playing in the streets with all the all the boys in Royston as I did growing yeah. up. Um, so uh, that was it. I was only like, played for the school team, played for them. Um, obviously, then went to secondary school, which mm-hmm. there was a, a, a girls' team there, and I played for them. And it was actually when I was playing for them that um, I got picked up by Cummins Cosmos. Yeah. So, yep. um, yeah, so I w- it wasn't until I was 12 really that I actually got involved in any sort of gir- girls, girls team, football, yeah. girls only and girls um, like, set up for mm-hmm. football. Um, so that was, that was
0: how it all started. That's quite interesting you said that there because yep. when we were at primary school we, had, we used to play the old on pitches when it wasn't a big fancy dome and all that. And the first game, I think, we ever played, we played with four boys and three girls on my team. And it was split that way, and uh-huh. we were kind of, we knew how good some of them were. But the other ones were just like, kind of, what are they hear here? But there were some of them that were really good players. I mean, in the podcast with Lee Alexander, I told the story how one of them broke my fingers because I thought it was a goalie. But it wasn't a goalie, she just booted me. So no, they. she went on to play with Queen's Park and stuff and, and she done a bit of coaching and right. thanks, it was that and then when we made the jump to secondary, it was the girls went away and played with their team they we were yeah. like, well hold on a minute, <laughs> some of them are the best players in <laughs> <on> our <their> team <laughs> so team what's <laughs> going on here? So right. no that's quite interesting you yeah. that you said, what age did you make the jump from Cumbernauld to Glasgow City? Um, so again, so I played for
1: Cumberland, um since I was 12 through to obviously I think I was about 16 yeah. then and then so obviously I couldn't play with the, the girls anymore mm-hmm. and I was looking obviously for a, um, a ladies team because yep. common old Cosmos they used to have come old ladies but yeah. the year I was about to move up they actually folded
0: uh-huh, right, um, okay.
1: so obviously that plan would have been mm-hmm. to stay with them and yeah. I would have stayed with them because um, the year before I was ready to move up, I got some game time with them, yeah. so I was going to play some games with them and training with them, which I really enjoyed, um, but it came to the time they move up and uh, I went went to train with Hamilton in the first instance because right, okay. there was a few girls that had come along the year before mm-hmm. who I was friendly with and they played at Hamilton for mm-hmm. the season, um, so I went along to their training. Um, but I was then approached by Peter Caulfield, who was yep, the yep. city manager mm-hmm. um, at the time, and obviously Gla- Glasgow City being based in Glasgow, yeah. at Glasgow Green. I lived in Royston, obviously 16 yeah. drive, mm-hmm. um, so that was that was really the, the background as, yeah. as to why I joined Glasgow City. Noth- nothing really else other than that that happened yeah. was going to be difficult for me to.
0: To to to, every week
1: yeah.
0: for training. Um, so that was it, yeah, 16, moved up to Glasgow City. So you were 16, before that, did your mum used to take you to all your, your football games yeah. and train? that was Aye. the exact same as me. And yeah. Smiling on my face, I can remember used to having to go to Central yeah. and then jump the train my mum to Murrow, and then we walked from Myrwole station down to Far Park and do the same journey on the way back and yeah. stuff like that. And
1: so, Yeah, you know, my mum, um, she obviously Took me to all the, the football at Cumbernauld. Yeah. I was living in Royston again and none of my family drove. Mm-hmm. So um, it was two buses, so a yeah. bus to the bus station, then a bus from the bus station out to yeah. Um. to gate twice a week for training and yep. then for the game at the weekend. So um, yeah, and uh, to be fair, my mum never actually had a about football or liked it. So <laughs> she was doing it solely yeah. for me. Just um, doing it for you? Yeah. That's good. Uh,
0: that's, that's the thing because my mum, she's, she, she loves football and I've said that a million times, she's Man United daft and yeah. I, th- I don't know why she supported Man United to be perfectly honest mm-hmm. with I can't stand them but Not that, that that's, that's her team, <laughs> she loves them and she's, she's got a wee clue about football but hey. the abuse I used to take for the side of the part off my mum was unbelievable hey. and then i come off the part and she'd be like, well done son, I'm like what, you've no, just that's came to me, me. For-
1: She'd be the one that he'd be uh, shouting at you, <laughs> tell me to run and I'd be like, yeah, but
0: I wasn't famous for my running and uh. she, used to, she used to shout, she I'm not running and I'd be like, I'm not running. That's brilliant, that's great. When you moved to City, um, I don't think at any point did anybody imagine you'd go in to do what you did do for City. Um, and I'm not saying that because you're sitting in front of me. I've seen you at training when you went to City. How was the settling in period? Because you were still a young player um, when you moved there, so you were really young. How how long did it take you to settle in? How? Yeah. So when I moved to Glasgow City, um, there was actually a few years that came
1: along with the move up at the same time. and yeah. It just made it easier that we all went all together. So we mm-hmm. were actually
0: four years that went. Right. Okay. That,
1: but there was four A's that mm-hmm. went. Um, so having them there was, was, was a help. And yep but when I joined Glasgow City they were, they were not like in women's football terms, it, they weren't a team as yeah. you could say, it was, mm-hmm. it was still the Marlux yeah. and it was then, then Hibbs after that, mm-hmm. um, so they were obviously fairly fairly new and trying to get themselves up and running and winning yeah. trophies and winning cups etc but they, they had a the good a good foundation in place, and you could always tell from from day one where mm. we were trying to take the club. And yeah. It was obviously not going to be instant success, but um, you could see the ideas that everybody had and like the mm. drive that everybody had to get the club to where it is now. Um, but on a on a personal level, I mean, it was fine. The girls were amazing. Um, there was obviously, as I say, there was a other three girls that came with it yeah. made it that bit easier but it was ve- it was very different in the early years to what it then became you know, yeah. just in terms of even training, we only trained twice a week, level, the level of standards of training and and all of that obviously got better and changed as, as the ambition of the yeah. club changed. Um, but yeah, no it was, it was totally fine and I think I realised
0: in the first couple of months that I'd made the right decision to go to the city. You move on. No, that's it's interesting because people a lot of people just know City for what they've done yeah. um today. But when you mentioned Coman, not there I can remember playing against Kilmarnock when I was younger and I went to watch my mates who played with Villa at the time they played against Kilmarnock and we went to watch them and I thought oh my god some of these these girls are a lot bigger than and it took a while for I think I was only 12 at the time for somebody to actually explain or oh, they're women they're no girls and I was like right okay no bother but it was um, Jim Chapman who was in charge at the time who was in charge of them and they were they were a really good team and then you said Tibbs and, and then City um,
1: because even my first
0: game with Glasgow City, I get played in the right of midfield. So that was that was a laugh of nothing else. <laughs> right of midfield. Sue Lappin, right of midfield. <laughs> Oof. I think when, when I was younger, i get put anywhere. It was just a case he'll run about anyway. He's got energy. And then when I was not I was never naturally left-sided. And then I practiced so, a lot with it. My left became stronger than my right, and it was a case of oh, he's left sided, you stick him at left back. After your first stint at Glasgow City, you went to Liverpool? Yeah. Down south, where you would train full time? No. K- no? 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 Alright, okay. No? So, what was it like down <laughs> there?
1: There's a story.
0: Um... <laughs> right, there's a story. I've got a story. Good. I like you know, a story.
1: So, um, yeah. And with a heavy heart I left Glasgow City yeah. um, that was obviously what had happened was we end a season game against Liverpool at Peters Hill uh-huh. just a friendly set up against Liverpool that was the season that the English Super League was kicking off yeah. um, Liverpool obviously in that so we played them in a friendly I, think we, I don't remember the right score but I think we beat them potentially 3-1 maybe um, at Peters Hill so um must have been not that long after that game that yeah. I was approached by Liverpool um, to see about potentially going to play for them now. I was never going to move to Liverpool, mm-hmm. um, primarily because of my job. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the manager at the time was open to us training, well I say us because there was another two girls, yeah. um, Rasha and Megan, yep. um, so the manager was open to us playing, um, training in Glasgow with a okay. team, and still travelling down to play for Liverpool. Right, okay. <laughs> so this is where the story comes. This is a story, aye. We're getting. So, um, obviously, we didn't want to leave Glasgow City, um, but as any footballer would want to do, mm. this was going to be a league that was going to be televised.
0: Yeah.
1: Obviously, you were getting paid to play mm. football. It was like, wow, this is amazing. This yeah. has never happened. Like massive opportunity they're telling us we just need to turn up for games like yeah which we're a bit wary of because it's it's obviously not nice not a nice atmosphere no, and just no, it's play not. everybody could turn up and the other girls are like who are these three? Mm-hmm. um but we we eventually agreed to it um i think three of us personally would have liked to have stayed and trained with glasgow city but that wasn't three um, yeah so we trained the celtic right okay but Went down to play for Liverpool at yeah. the weekend, um, which was it was a it was a good experience. Mm. Like it was, it was a hard experience in that we went from winning every week to delusion every yeah. week, Yeah. So in terms of your mentality, that was that was quite hard to take. Um, but a good experience in playing in a league that was obviously, as I said, televised yeah. and stuff like that. It was um, it was a good opportunity. So.
0: For Liverpool, you can back up and. You, then you went back down south again to yep. to London, to Chelsea. Yep. Which again that's when I heard you were going to Chelsea, I saw a wee bit more of you on the telly again. Yeah. Um what was it like done there? Uh, at so that well, time.
1: The Liverpool thing, like, obviously was a, a good experience and I probably wouldn't have moved from Liverpool, like obviously never Yeah. Never had the aspirations to play for Chelsea or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um I my job took me to London, Um it's mm-hmm. part of my job, um, I had to go to London for a year yeah. um, and live there as well, obviously not not travelling mm-hmm. down at the weekends, um, so as part of that I had um, reached out to to Chelsea because mm-hmm. um, I'd got to know a few of the yes. players, through um, so like when you go away and play for Scotland and stuff like that, you obviously meet them mm-hmm. and things like that and uh, so I went on to training with Chelsea um, and from there. Yeah, just really kicked on from there. But um, again, it was it was a difficult situation in the sense of London's obviously massive. Game, so excited. it's not like you play for Chelsea and it's a 20-minute drive to training. Mm-hmm. It was a it was an hour to two hours to get there and back. Uh, it was it? Wow. Just traffic, London, yeah. things like that. Um, so. Again, they only train twice a week, which Did they? when yeah, so mm. at that point, obviously, when I was training up here but mm-hmm. playing for Liverpool, I was still training yeah. four times a week. Um, so then to that go, that must
0: have been weird to go oh, to two, it was two, weird, I it was weird to,
1: to go right now. We're training twice a week, mm. and it then became with my work as well. Some nights I couldn't make it, mm. so again, it was, it was difficult to actually firmly give myself a proper shot of yeah. being an established Chelsea player, but mm. um. As I say, it was, a, it was a good opportunity, and then obviously Chelsea were doing really well. Yeah. Um At that point in time, they changed manager when I was there as well, and like the manager, Emma Hayes, she's still there now, and she's mm-hmm. obviously improved massively. Yeah, since then. Special um, team, yeah. Eh? <laughs> there they are. Special. Um, but it was really good to be involved in it, and again, mm-hmm. something that that I look back on and, and feel really proud of.
0: So yeah. After Chelsea you made the decision to come home. I know that would be part of work, but at that time, was there only ever one club you were going to go to? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, as I said back when I was talking about me going to Liverpool, mm-hmm. it was really with a, a heavy heart. Yeah. Like I think I don't know. Like I just. I, I used to think Glasgow City belonged to me. That it yeah, was a weird it was thing. But it was just, it was just my thing. Mm. Um, and obviously, when I came back up the road, being from Royston, and all my family are Celtic fans, they were yeah. all play for Celtic, play for Celtic. And yeah. but it just, I just could never mm-hmm. think that that's what I was going to do. Um, yeah. And obviously, Eddie made it easy easy for us to go back to Glasgow City. Um, when, uh, yeah, we just really went on from there, but it um, wasn't really, not that anybody else was actually asking me yeah. <laughs> to sign for them, but, that's uh, daft, but, uh, that's silly, but uh, no, it, was, um, it was always going to be Glasgow City, I think.
0: When you went back, um, yes. you said they made it the decision easy and stuff, and you just went on, I just want to touch on Europe a wee bit, because there's not a lot of people, had the experience you've had yeah. uh, playing in the Champions League and stuff and yeah. there's just a couple of wee bits and bobs I've got here but if, we, if there was a game you played standardly you scored a double away yeah. which was crucial. Mm-hmm. Um, well before that point I think everybody knew um, that you could score goals anyway yeah. so when it came at a home leg which was a horrible night at PS Hill man. Minging. I don't no, think I'd not ever not been in a nice Champions League night. No,
1: that was that was horrendous. Aye, so. It
0: was I had a sore throat the next day and everything because <laughs> I had the drum. Me and Keira Barnes had a shot at the drum and we were sitting shouting things and we get stuck up in the corner and I'm thinking right, hold on a minute, nobody's gonna hear us in this corner so if we move that way. It started off with a, a quick OG, um and then you've won the ball in the middle of the park and slipped in Denise
1: O'Sullivan.
0: Yeah, I was going to say Denise. Denise O'Sullivan and scored. At that point, I was in a stand with a drum, get chucked out of <laughs> the stand, so no, I remember that. And then Sarah Crully, um secured it, but that, that was a cracker. Um, but it was a horrible, horrible, horrible night. And that was only yeah. two, years two years ago? Two years ago. And then you had the chance to play in FC20 Stadium as well. Yeah. What was that like over there?
1: Well, I was again, another. Amazing experience just to even anywhere we went for the mm. Champions League. It was just, it was just brilliant just to get up and and, and go training and then go training and train at the match you yeah. you and then play in front of these crowds as well. Like obviously we get good crowds at yeah, Champions League games definitely. back here, but abroad they seem to just get
0: take it up a yeah, notch. Take it, uh, yeah, take it
1: up a notch and for us to, to get to play in those sort of atmospheres, mm-hmm.
0: it's just brilliant, really, so really good. What was it like when you used you playing the, the group stages 2014 then, because that was the first time you ever played at home in the played group the stages, aye, uh, I mean, that was your yeah, first yeah, time ever, so I, what was that like?
1: No, that was, obviously, <laughs> because we, when the draw gets made, you just always expect to be away from home. Yeah. Um But no, it was really, really good to get to play at home, and I think it was it was more important for it to give people the opportunity to come and see yeah. us in the Champions League because obviously if you go to the group stages and you don't get through, that's it done. Ah, it's finished, um, nobody gets, uh-huh, to it, right? gets to see it, Nobody gets to see it. No, but for us it, it, it was really good to get to play at home and, and to obviously put on a show to, mm-hmm. to the fans as
0: well. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. That it was really good. It was good because it was at Airdre and all the games were played there. Just came through the group stages. With, with ease and it popped up with what I'll consider is probably your most important goal which was a header right towards the end and Leanne Ross is, I was going to say dinked but it wasn't a dink, she crossed it in and you've just looped it right I mean, in the Zurich, top corner Is that Zurich? Zurich? I'm talking about, there we go When you scored that goal yeah. and if I was you and I scored that goal I don't think I know what, what I would have done to celebrate. To be perfectly honest, you think I'd have just ran away right out the yeah. stadium somewhere, Was it feel That's like scoring that goal. No, I can't. I can no anymore. I'm done. I'm finished. My legs are just KO'd, man. I used to be able to run, but no anymore. No,
1: that game. Um, it
0: was a nerve wracking game.
1: We just like making things hard for us. Aye, ah, it was. Oh then. my God. Uh, like,
0: well, the Conan game was the same, wasn't it? That was yeah, that was very the
1: same, but no. Probably from a personal point of view, the Zurich game, I probably played one of my worst games ever oh, in so? oh aye, definitely, so? definitely, but um, no, Leanne, um, I just, just, ha- and I just and have, and have and this thing with Leanne, every time Leanne comes mm. the ball, I just think I'm going to score, aye, like,
0: it's a good thing hope.
1: <laughs> it's just, we obviously played together mm. for so long, she knows that I'm not going to make oh, any sort She's going to put in for me, like nobody crosses what better in
0: Scotland and Lea Ross. No, um, she's passing and crossing. Right she's fantastic.
1: Um, so I, so um, I always knew where she was going to put it, mm-hmm. um, and it was just a case of getting her before the goalkeeper. And it's one of those ones that you just know as soon as you're headed it mm-hmm. it's getting in. Um, But yeah, just honestly I can't describe the feeling like especially because it was so late on uh, so I, I knew that we just need to keep this ball here or put it out the stand mm-hmm. or do something but, um, so it was, just, it was amazing and just even now looking back at pictures of it and seeing everybody's face like yeah. it's definitely going to be for <laughs> me what without doubt it, going to be the, the highlight yeah. of my career and I hope the Glasgow City girls going to get an achievement yeah. better than that but um, I think we would all agree that that's that's the best moving. Uh, yeah. I
0: think that looking at as you see the picture I burst out laughing two seconds ago because you're talking about people's faces. Aye. Denise O'Sullivan looks like she's gonna kill somebody. I know she does, she, she looks as like if she's I gonna absolutely kill Aye. Aye, well, two of them looking. They doesn't they? But when I seen the picture again, you're Aye. away in jubilation. they totally just look as if they want like, to savage something, man. It's <laughs> it's a mental photo, but Aye. it's great how people can capture uh, moments like that as no, well. I'm still, I'm
1: still, probably the only video that I've actually got
0: on my phone. I have no space, but just keep it and it's one of the things that you just something watch you over and over again. The other day when I was watching it, I kept. It was just a wee clip, and I just kept watching it, watching it, and thought, wish I could see the other, because I was terrible seeing for. I'm not that tall, but one thing I could never do on a football pitch was head-rubble.
1: No, I, I honestly...
0: So how are you not, so good at I don't
1: it? Know, I don't know why. I genuinely don't know why I'm I'm actually good at heading, because
0: I'm not even the best at jumping. <laughs> like,
1: I can't jump. Like, I'm not. See, when we used to do all the jumping tests and mm-hmm. all that at
0: Scotland, I can't jump, but <laughs> it's, 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 it's timing, I think. Aye, ah, yeah, it's
1: got to be timing. It's more timing. Then, and I, I don't know how I yeah. do that because I've never, it's just something that I've just always had but if, to be
0: honest if I didn't have that I don't know what else I would really have because I can't <laughs> run and I can't shoot so <laughs> this I, is well I'm good for my I it. think no, you're, <laughs> good, you're good at shooting, your, your goal scoring record proves that you know but I think you're, it bumming you up too much, um, I think you're a very very elegant football player, um, beautiful to watch nice touches, nice wee drag backs and stuff as well, which I appreciate. Um, cause it, I'll be the first to admit, I was terrible in the air, absolutely honking. I mean, I I can remember one game we played in Morton at Hamilton Aki Stadium and I went up and it was on a Friday afternoon and I won a flick on and I actually turned around the bench like, oh pure, god. and they're like, just move and I'm like, oh my god, pure buzzing. But I, after that, i never ever done it again. Hey. I was terrible, they used to keep me out the box for corners, just get them out the road because one off is nothing, <laughs> go that way. Um, so I can remember, I, you've, you must have scored hundreds of headers but I've scored two and I'll never forget them. Two. <laughs> I probably
1: scored
0: two my feet. So <laughs> so <it's> two, <laughs> so Um And it was up at the. It was in Motherwood somewhere. And I was a kid and i just started playing sevens. Um, and I always wanted to be better at heading than it. And uh, I, saw, I saw a couple of headers at weekend and match of the day and thought oh, I'm gonna do that. And I think the ball must have been about that off the ground right. and I scored with he did, so that doesn't really count. <laughs> and the next one I actually jumped and it must have just smashed me in the face and flew in, but the coach was like, Oh what a header son and all that and I was like your burst <laughs> nose in a and everything like that, yes. So that was me, that sort of I, I can't claim any headers. Can't claim many goals either. I was never really that much a goal scorer to be perfectly honest with you. Odd free kick or a, a short shot for distance, but nah. Um, but it was interesting you saying that you and Leanne kinda had that yeah. telepathic relationship with each other because my wee mate, well it wasn't a guy, it was my mate, um did the same to me they said the same about me to somebody when he found out I wasn't playing he says that oh, it's a bit of a shame because I always knew where he was going to put it uh-huh. and I can remember playing a school game and it was a big game we were playing Holyrood who absolutely hated their school um, and I must have played the ball for about 60 yards and it landed and he just hurt it and what a goal it was and the referee made it offside. Oh. He was never offside because he ran for hey. he was, he was fast, probably the fastest person I've ever seen in my life hey.
1: Lee, I knew, Lee, I knew the look, if she Aye. didn't
0: put the ball where I wanted the ball. <laughs> <laughs> See that, that's, what I used to get off him a look and his the arms would go. Aye, well, for like, the arms as
1: well.
0: We're still talking Champions League here, yeah. the Arsenal game. Yeah. I mean, when you just went there. down there, it was it was 2-0, but when it came back to Peters Hill, another horrendous night in Scotland. Yeah. But another trademark header for you in yeah. the first couple of minutes, which just set the game up nicely. Again, I was on the drum.
1: I think that <laughs> night, I, good
0: I, I, I was on the drum. I was selling and mix, and I was walking about with Trixie the Tiger. That was that was an interesting game. What was it like to play them? Because they were obviously a very strong outfit, Arsenal. I, no, um, they obviously they
1: obviously were, but I think we probably all probably would look back in that game, especially the away game, the first game, with a bit of regret because mm-hmm. I think. I think we maybe put them in too much of pedestal. Yeah. We gave them a bit too much respect mm-hmm. Glasgow City, like are famous in, in Scotland for being attacking and attacking, yeah. attack, goal after goal after goal. So us trying to then go from that to then being, trying to sit in and, and mm. go back to Glasgow with something to play on. Because yeah. um, it, it definitely wasn't the second leg in that game that mm. put us out, it was the first leg and yeah. um, the approach we took. But we obviously, we all agreed it at the time and thought it was the best approach. The um, yeah. hindsight's a great thing. Yeah. Um, in terms of the home game, I remember we were on the bus and we were just or sitting up the back and we're like, Imagine we get a goal early, imagine we get a goal early mm. and then obviously we did get a goal early, yeah. so I think again that's another photo. If you look Denise again looks mm. as if she's about
0: to ah, say something. She always, <laughs> always looks like that, <laughs> didn't she?
1: Um but again looking back at the photos of that right, you can just see in our faces what it meant is yeah. but unfortunately we just as I say, we didn't do enough in the first leg. Mm. Um, again as you'll see it was another, another howling this night at Peters Hill um, Aye. and the, the thing with Peters Hill as well if it was windy it was always very open.
0: It Aye was it very, was wide open so on it. Was
1: it was quite, quite difficult but um, mm. no they were amazing to play against Arsenal obviously when it comes to, to looking at records and stuff like that yeah. they've really set the bar in England um, but I think, I think maybe just gave them a bit too much
0: respect yeah. in that instance. We said there that it was another horrendous night weather-wise, but I think it's safe to say if you watch City in the Champions League, especially in the, the period I was at the club, the two or three years, you always got entertainment. No matter what, it was always entertaining, albeit a few people running about me nearly had a heart attack most of the games. Got a wee bit high blood pressure, it was great, man. I thought it was brilliant because, in one, when you scored that header, I think a few ran down the steps, and at one point I thought, "Oh shit, I've just done my knee and try to get back up." Then I was kinda on crutches, trying to hobble back um, up man, I was like if somebody catches me running, I'm done for man, that's the end of me, so. Because we,
1: because we scored so early well in that game as well, like my family, Aye. it was a busy night, they weren't mm. they
0: actually inside yet. Oh no. could not even see it, so uh, they missed I it. always bring that up for them. Start when they live in Royston, two minutes away, so. <laughs> Aye, two minutes away for the stadium and I missed it. Can even believe it? No, with the... I want to jump totally away from the playing side of the game because I know you're a mad, mad Celtic fan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what
0: is your first memory of a Celtic? Going to
1: watch Celtic. Going
0: to watch them or just anything about them? What was the the first thing you remember? First thing I
1: remember about Celtic, um, probably. I mean, I had a season ticket since I was eleven. Yeah. So, but. Sadly, I bought all my season books because um, I have kept them all in it.
0: Ah, brilliant.
1: Back, it was, you um, used to get the books, now you yeah. didn't get that obviously. Uh, I and you just the ripped books, the
0: ticket out and gave them? Aye. Um, a, a
1: couple of weeks ago, my sister was cleaning out the loft, and
0: it's in there with a box and stuff, and it was uh, £65 for my season books. That's like, cool,
1: man. Which, do you like robbery now? But I, it's no, cool then, isn't it? That's um, cool. But I don't know what my first memory would be. I remember going to see Celtic when I was young, before mm-hmm. I got the season book, I remember going to see Celtic um, playing at Hamden, but it wasn't, it was Celtic, I of Celtic um, I just put the ones at yeah. um, the time, the men, the men, Angels, so was mm-hmm. like the first ever time going to a football match, yeah. um, but in terms of the, the Celtic men, it would probably be just when I got my season book at 11, and went to every home game at Parkhead, mm. and then, and whole game the Yeah, yeah to see them in all over and stuff like
0: that, but um, yeah, Who's your favourite player? none In the past then, we'll go in the past because I kind of agree with you on that one. Favourite player in terms of favourite player, you can't say Nelsa or Larson,
1: he was just incredible, but if I was to look at Celtic and look at a player in terms of who played my position, it would have been Stan Petro.
0: Yep, agree with you, 100%. Um, Great player, but um,
1: obviously Larson, I mean, be a wee
0: and him in your, the thing it's um. I thought you might have said that.
1: Petrov.
0: Uh, no, the Larson one. I'm delighted you said the Petrov one because I spoke to him about Christy in the last podcast as well, and Gary McDonald who was on before uh, a few episodes back, and I I grew up a Rangers supporter, mm-hmm. but yep. my family's. Celtic, so I watched them and my mate as well, he always used to like, I'd go with him, if Celtic were playing say on a Sunday and I didn't have a game and they'd be playing, I'd go to his house and watch it, because I knew we would be going to play football after it and it was only way of getting him out if I went to watch a game with him, so, and I always used to, I used to just watch Petrov, like it wasn't, I wouldn't watch the team, I'd watch him, and they'd be like, oh, so how was the game, how'd they play, and I was like, Petrov was great, <laughs> do you know what I mean, I was like, I, don't, I couldn't tell you, I just thought his work rate, his commitment, his desire, um, and that, as you say, that late run that you're so good at into the box, uh, and no, I, was, uh, I
1: don't
0: think he was as good as he didn't as you though. No, he wasn't no, was as good in there yeah. as you, went not you? He did, aye, he wasn't did did as good as you <laughs> in there, right? <laughs> but you explained, um, obviously you're saying there about the going away and yeah. going into Europe and stuff, I mean I, I loved that when I was younger, I used to love going away games, and. It was. I like, was the same as you. I used to go to every home game, and then if a wee away game popped up, and I went to it, I thought that was brilliant, man. I was absolutely yeah. amazed with that. I thought, oh, I'm going away. This is yeah. miles away. For it. It turns turns, it was only about an hour up the road, but I, I thought that it that was run. miles away. That was uh, so the, the, the the best
1: away game I was ever at. Was um, when Celtic got to Seville. It was uh, no, I didn't get to go to civil, mm-hmm. um because... Did you no go? No, it was my no. higher maths exam. Oh. <laughs> higher maths exam that
0: day, and if you knew my
1: mum, I was not going anywhere. Um, I suppose <laughs> so, in your line
0: of work, you kind of need um, that anyway. So, but
1: um, mm. it was my higher maths exam that day, and my higher computing the next day. Oh, really? After wow. So, but I already knew that, mm-hmm. so I went to the semi-final, I went to Oh, that's cool. The game that Larson scored that, it was yep. just kinda thumb the, the net, Aye. That was incredible. Best night i as a fan being
0: there. Aye, Australia. it would have been. That would have been special. Aye. That would have been. Um it just so happened that my mate that used to go and watch football with um came picked me up the next morning. We went across the park for Tommy Burns. Tommy Burns had passed away. Aye. And uh, I laid down my ranger's top that and it's a sad, sad day, because I've got good memories of him, um, No, no, being the Celtic manager and stuff, that that will always stick with me, but just through when I was playing and that, and he always said nice things about me, which I've said before. Aye, I, um, I actually, when I was playing
1: for Cy Hill team as a week ago and looking for, a, um, looking for a girls team, I actually wrote a letter to Tommy Burns and he wrote back to me.
0: Ah he's just a great uh, guy, man.
1: They, they didn't
0: have plans for a, a women's mm-hmm. team in the short term future, but it was something that would be coming in long term, and obviously it has. Um, yeah. hasn't half, has yeah. it? That's amazing that he wrote back no, to us. Just you know. the type of guy, he seemed to me, uh-huh. to be honest, he was uh-huh. just great. Um, I mean, I spoke to another podcast guest, Billy Stark who well, I always remember being the guy with the curly hair next to Tommy Burns, that was it. I always remember him, him being the assistant, a big tall guy with the curly hair. Uh, and I always took an interest in him for some reason, I don't know if it was because of Tommy Burns. And when I spoke to him, he was a great guy, and you can kind of see... It's weird, you can see Tommy Burns in him, you know what I mean? The two of them are quite chilled out and quite relaxed and stuff like that. So, we spoke about Larson back in the day, none of the present Celtic players. Who's your favourite player to watch these days? Current? Oh, I, I say Steven Gerrard. If it's you, it's
1: you want, aye. I love Steven Gerrard. Yeah, I, would have to, I know
0: he's not playing for Liverpool anymore, but I'd have to say yeah. Steven Gerrard. I love him. Why Why would you pick Stevie G? He's a midfielder, isn't he? He's a
1: centre midfielder. He scores goals. Goal. What I like about him is He was a captain. Aye, he was. What I'm saying to you now about the slain Celtic game, but what I'm saying to you about Celtic is Mm. about their players right now, seeing
0: if you've not got a leader in your team, seeing if you've not got somebody that... Crumbles. Yeah. Yeah. And pulls something out of nothing. That's exactly what he was. Aye. Just a great footballer, wasn't he? He was, wasn't he? Do Again, scored great goals. Champions League. You've done that. See what you mean, I can He's not as good as me in the Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Saying nah, that, the commentary and the, that goal as well was good for the boy Callum, wasn't it? Your Aye. one, the oh, commentary it was. was great. It was, It's a bit like Andy Gray that night. <laughs> so, Stevie G's your, your player. He was hipstered in my player, Even, like, all-time
1: player Stevie G. Stevie Stevie G.
0: Aye. Interesting. I change mine too often. Do you? I say, oh this player's my, own. there's one player that will always stay with me. To, I'd always have to pick a set of midfielder, it
1: couldn't be a midfielder. Uh, always, always a
0: midfielder for me. Um, I mean, I got a funny look one day when we were having a conversation. Out, oh, messy, messy. said, what about any Esther? And I get this look and I was like, oh Jesus, as if I just swore or something man. <laughs> church, you know what <laughs> I mean? I was like, oh my God. But um, always, I'm always drawn towards midfielders, right. it's just a... They're a special breed for me. Thank you very much for coming on, it's been great. it Add your feet.